0: Hi, I'm John. I'm one of the pastors at Victory and I'm also the director of our provincial churches. At Victory, we are committed to plant churches all over the Philippines, believing that together we can disciple this nation. Hope this message inspires you to honor God and make disciples. Alright, if you've been following us, we are on our fifth week of our miracle series, Let Him Be Known. and. I am pretty excited for this. Why? Because we are a church who believes in miracles. We believe that the miracles did not uh, fail to exist 2,000 years ago after the birth of the church. We believe that miracles are here for us today. Meron tayong statements na sabi natin be realistic. How many of you have ever prayed an audacious prayer before God? Yung ang laki ng prayer mo, Lord, I pray that you'd provide 2 billion pesos for me right now. As yung iba no, be realistic naman, mga 2,000 lang okay na, 'di ba? Yung parang ang laki naman ng prayer mo kaya, Lord, I pray na lahat ng grade ko 1 flat, 'di ba? Sobra naman 'yan. Uh, dapat kailangan mga 2.5 pwede na. Oh, we want to say this. When we talk about miracles, we want to say be realistic. Expect miracles every day. Turn to your neighbor, tell them, expect miracles every day. Because we believe God can perform miracles, whether minor miracles of praying for a parking space here in Mandala, or praying for for traffic to loosen, a minor miracle of, of healing from a headache or a flu, or a minor miracle of growing hair. Minor lang yon. I believe it's not major. Uh, start tito, pwede pa. To the most major miracle of all, the the redemption and the salvation and the transformation of the person seated next to you, nabago ni Lord yung katabimo. How many of you know that's a miracle? Tingnan mo yung katabimo parang wow. Kaya ni Lord yan. Kaya is saved. Kaya baguhin ni Lord. We believe. God can do miracles every day. So, we are camping in the book of John, and some Bible scholars believe that John, the author of this book, organized this book into seven signs. These are miracles, and he called the miracle signs. Now, if you like road trip, how many of you like going on a road trip? Mga road trip ng unang panahon, BW, before ways. Before ways, pagka hindi mo alam yung mo, you are dependent on signs on the road. ayon Pulo na eh. So, mag road trip ka to Baguio, you're gonna see, oh, you're, you're uh, 120 kilometers away. And then you see, turn right. And then there's a sharp curve here. and So you are uh, very mindful of the signs so that you can get to the place where you want to be in now if somebody asks you "Alembawa, you go to Baguio and somebody asks Kevin how's your trip to Baguio how many of you know you don't talk about the signs oh my trip to Baguio oh it's so fantastic when we were about to go up there was a sign and the sign, the, the sign was blinking. And, and the, the right turn, it was sharp. You know, wow. Lahat ng naman, oh, U-turn talaga. Yung Iba yung sign You don't talk about the signs. What do you talk about? You talk about your trip while you're in Baguio. The signs are pointing to something beyond the sign. And when we talk about miracles as signs, miracles point beyond something other than the miracle so i hope as we talk about it we're not just talking about the miracles that happened, the signs that happen in our lives or the signs and the miracles that happen through us but we talk about what the signs point to first week turning water into wine second week we talk about healing the official son third week healing the paralyzed man that's one of my favorite. 38 years paralyzed and yet he was healed. Naaalala ko na sa healing siya. Pulog Bethesda. Gustong-gusto niyang gumaling. Tapos dumating si Jesus sabi, Do you want to be healed? Diba? Parang, Duh! Kaya nga ko nandito. Hindi! Gusto ko lang mag-sunbathing sa pool. Gusto ko lang. Diba? Parang, but we've, we've learned that. Last week, we talked about feeding the 5,000. How many of you want that miracle to multiply food? Na ka na, Lord multiply in the name of Jesus. Today we're going to talk about walking on water. I used to pastor in U-Belt. This was big for us. Kasi lagay ng nagbabahasa Ubel. How many of you would want? Bahay, hindi Naku, uwi na tayo na we're going to walk on water today in the name of Jesus. okay lang. Hey, that's what we're going to talk about. But it's a sign. Remember. Okay, so turn to John chapter six, verse sixteen to twenty-one. Let's read. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. Then they were glad to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, thank you that your word is life. I pray that as we hear your word, I pray that you'd speak to us and that your word would breathe life unto us. Anoint the preaching of the word in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, one of the things that you will see in the gospel story is that Jesus would teach something, or Jesus would do something, or perform a miracle, and most of the time they would miss the point. Alalay nyo yung when Jesus was talking about his death and resurrection. I'll be arrested. I'll be dying. But, and and Peter, one of the most uh, one of the most enthusiastic disciples. Diba? Sabi niya, Lord, that will not happen. He rebuked Jesus. dito, ni-rebuke si Lord. Lord, mali ang sinasabi mo. Hindi tama yan. Hindi faith yan. Lord, fearful ka, no? Don't ever confess, you're gonna die. Diba? rebuke <laughs> niyo si Jesus. So Jesus rebuking him back, is it? get behind me, Satan. Because he missed the point. At this point, when Jesus multiplied the bread and fed 5,000 hungry men, can you imagine you're feeding 5,000 hungry men when di sa kasama yung hungry women doon, 'di ba? mas matindi pag hungry women. Yet they missed the point. If you look at verse 6:14, when the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, "This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world." Perceiving then that why the that Perceiving then that why were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself. The crowds were still talking about the bread even after one day that Jesus performed the miracle. Yun pa rin yung nila. Now, if you're going to put this on a on a TikTok reel, you're gonna see the the crowd in their POV, their point of view is that this miracle worker was probably like Moses because Moses was a great prophet in Israel and Moses miraculously fed them bread from heaven every day. And because this is a miracle worker, a prophet who will do miracle and feeding us bread, Moses delivered us from the great oppressor, the Egyptians. So in their minds... Moses did that for us. Jesus performed a miracle, gave us bread, and he could very well be our deliverer from the great oppressors, the Romans. So their response, that's their POV, the response is, let's make Jesus king. If we make Jesus king, all our problems will be solved. If we make Jesus king, and that has been that, that has been one of the things that, Jesus, that God has been dealing with with the Israelites they always look for a human leader a human king when God said I'll be your king they said no we want a human leader and they would always want to put their hope and their faith and their trust in a human leader as I was thinking about that I thought that is all our tendencies we always think if there's a human leader, then maybe that human leader will help me with all my problems. If only we have a Christian president. Oh, if only Pastor JC and Pastor Dennis is with me every day. (laughs) If only Lee, that great worship leader, is worshiping every time I am getting through troubles. If only there's someone, if only my boss is Christian, If only the barangay captain is Christian. If you think about it, can Jesus not fulfill the will of God? Can Jesus not fulfill the will of God if He's not the king politically? They were missing the point. The ultimate question is this, who do we really trust? There are certain things that Jesus did in order for his disciples to not miss the point. Okay? Number one, Jesus did not minimize the storm, he maximized himself. In verse 19, when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they were frightened, but he said to them, It is I. They were going through the storm. Sabi po sa isang parallel scripture in Matthew 14:24, but the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves. Sino po ba sa inyo dito paminsan nyo, bug-bug na feel nyo bugbog na bugbog na kayo sa problema ng buhay? Beaten by the waves parang parang yung yung unus ng hangin na pakalakas, tapos yung alu ng buhay na bubugbog nat- na tayo and and we feel like wow sobranto pero anong ginawa ni Jesus? When Jesus got into them, he did not talk and talk and talk and talk about the storm. Hindi niya sinabing, wow, grabe talaga yung storm, no? Gabi, anong feeling mo sa storm? Okay, pag-usapan natin yung storm mo, yung storm ng financial uh, storm mo, yung relational storm mo, yung family storm mo, yung emotional storm mo, pag-usapan natin ang pag-upasa, i-process natin yan. Sige pa, i-process natin. And I'm not, there is a, there is a time for processing things. But Jesus did not maximize the storm. In fact, He minimized it. He didn't even talk about the storm. He did not deny that there was a storm. Hindi niya na may problema. Hindi niya na may storm. But he did not dwell on the storm. He maximized himself. He revealed himself. He said, it is I. During those times, yung waves the Sea of Galilee could go from 10 feet to 18 feet. And that could disorient you. That could make you struggle. That could damage or sink your boat. That's a scary time. Bakit may waves. Kasi sabi dito, the wind was against them. Sino po sa inyo dito uh, na kayo ng mga boxing matches. Boxing matches. Diba? Boxing matches. Imagine a boxing match. Ladies and gentlemen on the red corner. Pastor Michael Paderes, <laughs> weighing 155 pounds. 59 years old <laughs> 65 ba pala uh, parang ganyan and, uh, with no experience at all of fighting <laughs> a scholar a master in seminary now fighting on the blue corner on the blue corner Francis Nanggau one of the heaviest hitters heavyweight champion of UFC more than 300 pounds one of the strongest one of the most agile athletes in the world he will be against him. Who do you think will win? Amen. No? see si Pastor Michael. <laughs> Masyadong lopsided, mga kapatid. Nakakatakot. When the Bible says, the wind was against them. I mean, wow! Ang kalaban mo, wind. Strong wind. Napakalopsided you would feel like, anong ipapanalo ko dito? How many of you have ever felt that before in your life? One million na utang is against you. Wow! Incurable disease, cancer is against you. Wow! My family is falling apart. Si nanay, si tatay, yung marriage ko against me. Wow! Ang bigat nito. Kung estudyante ka, may mga estudyante ba dito? yung grades mo parang kailangan ma wow Ang Lord patay na wala ng pag-asa may mga singles ba dito singles single. magkanoon tayong singles event singles single. heartbreak oh. mortality rate mo lalaki ka mortality rate mo 100% <laughs> lahat ng ligawan mo busted ka wow it's against you And it's so easy to lose hope. So Romans chapter 4, sabi dun, against all hope, Abraham. Hope was against Abraham. That was the kind of storm they were facing. And sometimes we feel that way, don't we? Parang wala ng pag-asa. Nangpakalaki nito, nangpakahirap nito. But you know what happened? Jesus came into the boat and He said, Do not be terrified. I am. He revealed himself to the people. The very same revelation of I am with Moses not knowing what to do with the people of Israel in 400 years of slavery in Egypt. In the fury of the fire, in that burning bush, God revealed himself. He said, I am. And the same way, in the fury of the storm, one of the hardest, one of the scariest, Jesus appeared and he revealed himself. I am. I am more than just a teacher. I am more than just a prophet. I am more than just a a, a human leader. I am more than a political king. I am God. And not only am I God, I am with you. One of the most comforting things during storms of life is not only for us to know what's going to happen next. How many of you would wish, ka, wow Lord, isang milyon, napakalaki ng utang ko, ano mangyayari? Jesus did not tell them what's going to happen. Jesus revealed who he was. Because in the midst of the storm, what we need the most is a revelation of who God is. I mean, imagine this. There's a there's there's this fight on the red corner, strong wind, one thousand kilometers at the eye of the storm, devastated all the nations, devastated everything, and then it's accompanied by ten kilometer waves. It's going to come against you. It's going to destroy you. But on the blue corner, Michael Paderis, small, but Jesus, the living word, is with him. How many of you know the living word always wins? We have to have a revelation of who he is in the storms that we face in life. Second thing he did... Jesus did not just calm the external storm, he calmed their internal storm. But he said to them, it is I, do not be afraid. Then they were glad to take him into the boat and then the wind calmed down. Jesus performed a miracle of calming the storm, but not before he calmed their fear. Do not be afraid. Afraid. And this is probably one of the most important messages that we can hear in our lives because fear is real. And one of our biggest enemies in life is fear. How many of you have ever been afraid before? And it's, uh, it's funny because as I was looking at <clears throat> on the internet, there are so many phobias. How many of you know, are familiar with phobias? Phobias are exaggerated and irrational fears. Diba? Pag mo maraming phobia, I, I wrote down some of the fascinating phobias that I saw. Here, here's some of them. One of them is ablutophobia. Alam niyo po kung ano yung ablutophobia? is the fear of washing or bathing. Takot maligo. <laughs> Katabi mo, hindi lang tamad yan, hindi lang ayaw. Na, Valid yan. Huwag nyo i-gaslight yan. May ablutophobia ako, Pastor. Kaya pala every week, ha? Medyo dun ka umupo. <laughs> Yung isa pa, katoptrophobia. Alam nyo kung ano yan? Fear of mirrors. Parang fear of your face. <laughs> Dydascalenophobia. Dydascalenophobia. Fear of school May mga estudyante ba? <laughs> Ayokong pumasok Takot na takot ako Parang ako yata to Nung estudyante ako uh, Phronymophobia Fear of thinking Kaya <laughs> yung brain nila diba? Slightly used lang fear, Kasi natatakot sila mag-isip Yung next hip Alam mo ano yan? Fear of what? Fear of long words. <laughs> Peladophobia. Ito ayoko nito eh. Fear of bald people. Kaya pala, minsan <laughs> may tumatakbo sa akin. Anong mangyari? Phobia pala yun. Uh, yung last, homilophobia. Fear of sermons. Kaya hindi mo madala-dala sa church. Ay, sa sermonan lang ako dyan. It's amusing and yet fear is real especially in the times that we live in today. Isn't it? I was uh, talking to Pastor Steve and he was relaying a story about him talking to a senior high school student. Grade 12. Pag-graduate na, and tinatanong niya anong plano. Sabi niya, plano kong pumunta abroad and then mag-take up ako ng course and it's not a full college course, it's a short course and then yung course niya, hindi na, una abroad, pangalawa short course, Pangatlo, it's a course that he doesn't even like. <laughs> Sabi ni, Pastor Steve, explain that to me. Why are you doing that? And then he said, because I have a fear of failure. All of us have fear. Some of you have, have fear of the unknown, fear of the future, fear of death. But in our in our season, COVID, COVID has really Increase that fear among us. Alala nyo nung nag-start? Panic buying? Wala kang mabiling tissue? Hindi mo alam bakit tissue? <laughs> Hindi ko maintindihan. But wala, but no, it's irrational. That's what exaggerated and irrational. Ang China nag-prolonged lockdown for three years. Ngayon lang nag-open. And they're having some problems. Alala nyo po ba yung mask and shield? But <laughs> uh, it shield. And it threw the whole world in a global recession because of fear. Then we had the recent elections. Fear that if your candidate wins, or if your candidate loses, or if it's a candidate, what's gonna happen to us as Filipinos? As a parent, fear is real. How many of your parents? Sometimes, me and my wife, we would have fear of what's going to happen to our kids if we're gone. What will happen to our kids if they graduate? What would happen to their future? And fear could grip any one of us. This is the reason why anxiety attacks, panic attacks are so real today. And it's at an all-time high. But the good news is this, through this story, the good news is this, we can see that Jesus not only have the power to calm the external storm, to fix your problem, to fix your finances, to fix your family, to fix your, your physical illness, but He has the power to address your internal storm. That no matter what storm you're facing outside of you, He can give you internal peace and internal joy and internal comfort. He has the power to calm the storm that's happening to us, but more importantly, has the power to calm the storm that's happening in us. No matter what external problems you face, you can always have internal peace. And lastly, Jesus did not just send them to the storm; he got them through the storm. This is interesting. In Mark six forty-five, NLT, immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake. See, si Lord, palayung nagpapunta sa kanila sa lake ko, Lord, wala ka bang weather app? Hindi <laughs> mo ba alam na magkakaroon ng wind and storm and hello, I thought you're omniscient. But what was this telling us? Tama omniscient si Lord. Alam niya magkakastorm. And yet, He still sent them into the storm. You know, sometimes the storms of life, sometimes it's because of the devil. Sometimes it's because of our own stupidity. <laughs> mga natin, mali natin. But there are times it is God who sends you into the storm so that we will not miss the point of who He is. But here's the great news in chapter 6 of John. Immediately, the boat was at the land to which they were going. Kahit na po napakalakas ng storm nakarating pa rin sila kung saan ni Lord gustong dumating sila. The destination, they were still able to reach that. In the book of Mark, ito po yung mga words na ginamit sa storm. They were straining. They were struggling. They're making headway painfully. In other words, the struggle is real. Napakahirap. Tapos parang wala akong pinupuntahan. Parang hindi ako umaandar, hindi ako muusod. Si John, sabi niya, they had rode three or four miles. Parang disoriented siya. Kasi pag three or four miles, dapat nandun ka na. But for him, sobrang dami na nilang row, hindi pa rin nakakalatay disorient. So when you talk about a storm that God sends you, that storm is a place of striving. It's a place of struggle. It's a place of disorientation. It's a place of uncertainty and fear and worry and anxiety. Have you ever been in that place before? That's the storm that God sent them to. But you know, again, the great news is this. No matter what happens, no matter how strong the storm is, no matter how much striving and struggle and disorientation and fear comes your way. Jesus is sovereign. And Jesus is powerful enough to bring you to your intended destination. Hindi sila nalunod, hindi sila na-stop. Kaya nga po sinasabi natin, when Jesus is in your boat, how many of you would say, Jesus is in your life? Kapit lang mga kapatid, kahit na gano kalakas ang storm, dadalhin ka ni Lord kung saan ka man Si Lord. As I end, two verses. I believe this story right here is a sign, a prophetic sign of what Christianity really is all about. Jesus, before they went into the boat to go on the other side, they were on this side. And on this side was pain. On this side was hurt and wound. Because Jesus' cousin, first cousin, one of his closest relatives, the one who preached about him and t- tells people about him, John the Baptist was just beheaded, died a violent death he did not deserve. Think about it. Mayan po ba kayong closest friend, closest relative? Die of a violent death from a, something that, that's unjust that's pain for Jesus that's hurt, He was on the side and then He told the disciples we're going to go over on the other side so I'm sending you but you know that journey from pain and hurt and loss to the other side of miracle and healing and ministry You will have to go through storms before you get here. See, this is the Christian life. We are on this side on earth. We will experience pain and hurt and loss and trouble. But how many of you know this is not our ultimate destination? Pain is not the ultimate destination. The ultimate destination is a new heaven and a new earth where there's no more sin, no more pain, no more mourning, no more crying, no more sin, no more temptation, no more devil. It's just you and God and the people of God. This is our destination. This is where God is sending us. But in that journey, there are storms in life. But His ultimate message is this. He is in control of the storms of life. He's powerful enough that whatever storm of life that we experience in this corrupted, fallen world we currently live in, He's gracious, He's powerful, and He's sovereign enough to bring us to that place. That we have to let Him be in our boat last two scriptures John 6 verse 66 after this many of these disciples turned back no longer walk with him they didn't want to follow him so Jesus said to the 12 do you want to go away as well Simon Peter answered him Lord to whom shall we go you have the words of eternal life and we believe and have come to know have come to know that you are the Holy One of God Peter's response was already a fixed and settled decision Hindi na siya, ah, isipin namin, Lord. <laughs> Hindi namin sure. Fix and settle. But the question is, kailan na fix at settle yung decision niya that you are the Messiah, you are the Savior, you are the Son of God, you are the one who could bring us to the other side. When was that? Matthew 14, verse 31 to 33. Jesus immediately reached out His hand, took hold of Peter, saying to him, "Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and in the boat, worship him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. It, is, it was in the midst of the storm where Jesus' disciples were convinced that he was indeed the Son of God, that he was the Messiah, that he was the Savior of the world, that he was the only one they needed to get to the other side. It was in that storm where they finally got the point. Jesus is the Messiah and Jesus is the only one we need. I want us to bow our heads and close our eyes and pray for us, especially for those in the middle of a storm. Some of you are in a financial storm, some of you are in a relational storm, some of you are in a physical storm. May sakit? May sakit ka, may sakit yung Kamag-anak some of you are in, a, in an emotional storm or a mental storm, whatever storm you're facing. It's a place of str- struggle, a place of striving, a place of uncertainty and fear. My prayer is that God will reveal Himself to you in such a way that He will not just deal with the storm you're facing, But He will deal with the storm you're feeling inside of you. Habang lahat po tayo nakapikit, lahat po tayo nakayuko. This is not to embarrass you. I want to pray for you. A miracle prayer that the storm inside of you will be addressed, Lord. I thank you that even though they're facing storm, You are in their lives. And Lord, it doesn't matter how tangled things are. It doesn't matter how turbulent things are. It doesn't matter how stormy things are. I'm declaring you are the Lord over the turbulence. You are the Lord over the disorder. You are the Lord over the chaos. You are the Lord over the storm that they're feeling inside of them. Not just the external storm, but the internal storm. So, Lord, as you are in their boat, I'm declaring peace that transcends all understanding. I'm declaring internal joy. And, Lord, just like in John chapter 6, as you have brought peace and comfort and joy, then you perform a miracle and fix their problems. Lord, we're standing with each one of our brothers and sisters and we declare a miracle so that you can bring them to the other side. Lord, reveal yourself to them as the great I am. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for joining us. You can visit victory.org.ph to find a church, join the Victory Group, and give online. Thank you for partnering with us in discipling the city, the nation, and the world through your generosity. For more messages like this, you can subscribe to this podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.